It's annoying. I don't, I don't read it. Gretzky had it, lost it. Eisenman picks it up. Eisenman moving. Blue line chance. Oh! Ladies and gentlemen, this is Puck Puck Pass, and these are your hosts, the hockey know-it-alls, KJ and Zach Mack. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Puck Puck Pass. As always, I'm your host, KJ, joined by our very own Zach Mack. And Zach, are we looking way too into uh, Johnny Hockey changing his Twitter bio to take the flames out of it? Maybe. I don't. Maybe I don't know Johnny Hockey. Maybe he's messing with us. Maybe he's a troll. He, he think he has, he has the capability of being a troll. I hope not, because that would kind of add to our current list of American-born trolls <laughs> in the NHL, like the Kachuk brothers and Kane to an extent. Matthews is just kind of like a goofy guy. I don't know if I'd necessarily call him a troll, but I don't want to add uh, Boston College's own Johnny Hockey to that list. But... I do think he's gonna. He's out of town. I think that's a really odd move. I saw people saying that he didn't take the number thirteen out, so he can't be going somewhere where number thirteen is retired. If there are any. Wow, that's really, really into it. If you're but, trying to narrow yeah. it down. Yeah. Did the Red Wings retire Dotsik's number? Is that a possibility? Not yet. <laughs> they will not let anyone wear it, though. I guarantee. What? I shouldn't say that. Maybe somebody is weird right now. I don't know. I don't think so. Though. Yeah, I, he seems like a retirable number. He might be. But the Red Wings community hates me right now, so <laughs> I don't think I deserve an opinion. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about uh, this episode. Most of it revolves around like a trivia game that I made up for Zach. Uh, we're going to go over tonight's slate of games because there's some really good games on tonight, which by the time you listen to this, you'll know the outcome, but our predictions will be correct. And uh, we're going to start off with some trade talk. Real quick, before I forget, you mentioned it uh, in our group chat, but I didn't bring it up, or maybe I haven't had the chance to bring it up yet, but I correctly predicted LA winning the stadium series game. Yeah, I'll not Charlotte too. You're like, yeah. Oh, shit. Let's talk about that. Did you hear about the like the parking and traffic and everything? It's old news by now. Nope, I didn't. But we never really discussed. Dude, people were waiting like four or five hours. To get, to get in? in and out of the stadium. Wow. Where did, the, where did people they play never, The Air Force Base or Air oh, Force that's Campus. Right. That's right. Oh, I did so, not hear about that. Yeah, it it was wild. I only saw, like, I saw a bunch of articles in, like, a 36-hour span and then nothing else from it. But fans were, like, demanding refunds. And they were saying that they didn't get into the game until, like, midway through the third. Or some were still like a quarter mile away from the parking lot and realized that the game was in the third period and just tried to turn around. But I guess even <laughs> that was a total pain in the ass. Oh my God, dude. I couldn't imagine. I'd be so livid. It's just, there was no, there wasn't enough, like everyone was just so overwhelmed. And it, I know you, you don't love piling onto the league, but that's the most NHL thing I've, I've heard this season. Yeah, no other sport would be unprepared for something like that. I just, like, you know what the, and people that claim to have gone to Air Force games, 
on bo- we're on both sides of the issue like oh that's how it you know that's how it normally is and why you know why wouldn't they expect this for a hockey game and other the other side was like oh i'd never have this issue at air force games and you know we have a ton of people there which i don't believe but that is what it is but i just cannot believe that they somehow let that happen yeah that's the nhl cool. being day yeah that, that's wild I will admit, jerseys looked a little bit better on the ice. I will, I will concede that point. I, I meant to tweet that during the game, but I do think they looked a little better in play. I will admit, I almost my tax refund hit today, and I so I spent naturally I spent four hundred dollars on NHL. dot com, and I almost got the Avalanche one. I don't. What did you get? Anything good, or is it all a surprise? I got it. I got an Avalanche jersey. I got a McKinnon jersey and a Bennington jersey, but I didn't get the Winter Classic one. I don't know what I'm more upset about, the not getting a McCarr jersey or the getting a Bennington jersey. <laughs> Dude, I saw McCarr on there. Oh, yeah, now you know when, you, tempting, when you're wearing that Bennington jersey, you really got to drive your blocker into someone's back when they're already down. Oh, God. Uh, we're actually going to talk about Jordan Bennington later in this episode, so good foreshadowing. Uh, but first, let's talk about the biggest trade. Everyone's talking about it. It's the, the trade of the century. Morgan to the Leafs. Morgan. No one <laughs> no one get too excited. Evgeny's not on the move. But Morgan, I'm totally drawing a blank. I believe his name is Dennis Morgan. Now I'm I just it always sounds like Dennis, yeah. drunk ass trying to say Morgan. Yeah, it does always sound like that. Um I mean, they gave away Mason Marchment for him and he basically played with Austin Matthews. That's all I can get. Out of this? Yeah, sure. I, was there picks or anything of all? Was it just a one for one? It what I'm I read a one for one. Morgan. Yeah, I'm a file. Morgan was traded to man. Maple Leafs by the Florida Panthers for Mason Marchment. Yeah. If that kind of trade makes or breaks your chances, I don't know. Uh I I, just, I love Sheldon Keith's veteran head coach answer of he gives us another NHL player. And has a lot of skill and can do a lot of the things we like to do. Well, he doesn't score a ton of goals, and you should love scoring goals. He has 12 points in 36 games this season, which... I'm sure there's some analytic he's real good I at. believe it. The, uh, the analytic might just be that he played with Austin, Austin Matthews before. You're right. But, granted, I, I'll, you know, he's probably got a better chance of performing or producing a little more with a team that we'd like to think is so offensively gifted in the Maple Leafs. So we'll just kind of have to wait and see. He does play bigger than a five foot nine, one seventy seven guy would play. Like I'm not a big, these great two guy. Teams are like, these two teams are like fighting for a third spot too. It's weird that they're trading with each other. Apparently though, I read one tweet on, on, on Twitter, of course, that said that he requested the trade to Tampa or to Toronto. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to. Now I like this trade a little bit. He requested a specific team. I hope so. Yeah, that's what it. That's what, that's what I, I can't find it now. I was trying to Sean Shapiro. I thought tweeted it, but he's still complaining about Jamie Ben. Uh <laughs> But yeah, that was, you know, whatever trade. The only other one that I really want to talk about is 
By the way, I think you answered this by your snarky comment, but does this help the Leafs uh, with their cup chances? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't think it hurts their chances either, though. I mean, that's yeah, that's true. Uh, the other the other trade, big trade, if you want to call it that, up to now, uh, Alec Martinez traded to the Vegas Golden Knights for two second round picks, one this year, one next year. There's not a ton to say about Alec Martinez, you know, other than the cliches. He's been in a winning locker room. He's a good voice to have, veteran leadership, all that. But he does, I don't want to say have a tendency because that might be exaggerating it, but he has been clutch in the past. He's not a huge points guy, but, you know, he's got the double overtime Stanley Cup winning goal. He was involved in the play that won them the Western Conference Finals leading up to that against Chicago. Also in double overtime. I'll never forget that. But I feel like this is a guy that does make a difference in Vegas's cup hopes. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is a case of I like both sides of this. I mean, what two picks went the other way? Is that what you said? Yeah, two second round picks. Yeah, I feel like you like that as a Kings fan. And you're right. Martinez brings it's just that uh what's it? oh experience. I was like, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> uh yeah, experience in the playoffs. I mean that's huge. Obviously you've got it's a young team with I mean questionable chemistry. We thought it was gonna be better than it has been. Yeah. I think it's a, I mean, I think it's a solid move for Vegas. And obviously they're trying to I mean they're pulling out all the stops, they fired their coach. Yikes. That's that's still a fresh wound, I think. Well, not really fresh, but so do. how do you feel as a expansion trading like two second round picks? Well, I mean, if you ask Twitter, they the draft was rigged for them. So they don't they don't need draft picks because they're always just gonna get funneled the best players available. <laughs> In reality, I don't they might be picks that are nice to have come expansion draft time or everything that comes with that, like we saw when Vegas came into the league. But I don't, I don't think it hurts too much to to get rid of those picks right now. I'm trying to look at what Martinez and Martinez is signed through next year. I think that was another big. Yeah, he's four million bucks. Yeah, that's not awesome. That means you're paying close to sixteen million a year for Schmidt, Theodore, and Martinez. But he's serviceable for four million at least through next year. How old is he? 32. He's 32. That's not young. But not he won't young. be 35 when this contract yeah. is over. So that's that's the one benefit. I mean, you know, I've been vocal all season about thinking that this Knights team is better than they've played. I still don't think they've peaked. I just I'm maybe I'm grasping at straws because I I I still feel like it's there, but I do feel like this could make more of a difference than any of the trades we've seen so far, at least. Yeah, I think this is this def- I think this makes a difference for Vegas. You don't lose anybody, and what you're gaining. I mean, you're gaining Alec. Mar- Alec he's he's better than Dennis Mulligan. That's you true. A player for that, so <laughs> that is true. Uh, oh, yeah. and Tyler, Tyler Toffoli to Vancouver was was oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like that trade happened ten days ago because. 
of how this trade deadline stuff wears on you. By the way, have you seen how many fake Twitter accounts there are this year? I feel like it's way more than usual. <laughs> Breaking, trying to break news, you mean? Trying to break news, yeah. And they'll put like an uh, an emoji or whatever in their name to look like yeah, a mark. Yeah. I saw one that was like Max Domi for Ivan Provorov. That was a that was an alarming one for me, thinking that the Flyers might actually make the playoffs with Max Domi. <laughs> um, were we done with Martinez? I forgot. Yeah, I think we're done with Martinez. Yeah, we're done with Martinez. The Kings are selling. That's the more Toffoli, Martinez, Kings. Are oh, to, yeah, Toffoli. That I I think he makes a, a big difference too. Just he's more of what I think Vancouver has. I think Martinez is more of what Vegas needs, if that makes sense. Yeah, I like that. But again, two teams that are fighting, not that they're trading with each other, but two teams that are fighting tooth and nail for not just the the division lead, but these division spots. They're hard to come by in the Pacific. Tighter than uh, a, what did you say on Twitter? Tighter than a... Did you, mention, did you mention the stadium series? Yeah, yeah, that was when I brought <laughs> it up. Tighter than parking at the stadium series game. That was a good. That was a good one. Proud of myself. Uh, let's play a Jeopardy inspired game. Okay. Jeopardy. So inspired. this this game, the it's hard to explain. Mostly because I didn't have to explain it beforehand, so this is my first time trying to explain it. <laughs> so I have the record of eight teams from Christmas Day to now. Okay. But I'm going to read to you their Christmas Day record. And do I want to? No. I'm just going to read you their Christmas Day record. You try to guess the team. I'll give you the the four teams from each conference. I'll give you the four teams. So really you only get three tries. I have nine written down that I already thought you might be including. Oh, great. Um and then when we're done with each conference, we're going to go into and discuss. These are these are all kind of teams that have a trend. I'll say there's a trend to a lot of these teams. And if it's not apparent during the game, we can, you know, we'll go more into it after each conference. So this we'll start with the East. This is the most confident I've ever felt going into a game. I think you should be. Okay. I'm ready. So we'll start with the Eastern Conference, East Coast Buys, obviously. Uh this team was 18 – oh, sorry. We're going Boston, Tampa, Washington, Pittsburgh. Those are our four teams from the East. This team was 18, 13, and 4 on Christmas Day. They – do I want to give you – should I give you their, their current day record? No. No, we're no. gonna leave it at Christmas Day. You, you just give me you you gave me the conference, right? Eastern Conference. Yes. Okay. Pittsburgh, Washington, Boston, or Tampa. This team is eighteen, thirteen, and four on Christmas Day. I'm gonna go with. That's slightly above average, barely. Tampa. It was Tampa. Good job. That was Tampa. Tampa's <clears throat> the biggest jump in all this. I'll say that they're. I can't wait to talk about them. Uh, this team was 26, 7, and 5 on Christmas Day. Uh, Washington? That is also correct. 
now it's a now it's a toss up. This team was 21-11 and 4 on Christmas Day. Penguins. It was the Penguins. And Boston was 22-7 and 9 on Christmas Day. The the craziest thing in all this is obviously Tampa being 22-2 and 1 since Christmas Day. That's just silly. They are two, two, and one. Yep. Oh my god. Twenty-two, two, and one. They're still three points back of Boston with a game in hand. So Boston's still been good. I mean, you think about it. In that time, Boston's been you know sixteen, four, and three. Wow. But they were first in the in the division, and Tampa was sixth on Christmas Day. That's how much ground. I mean, really, I mean, that's how much ground Tampa's made up, but that's also how consistent Boston's been. So in this division between these two teams, did is Tampa on the right track and going to continue to get better, or are they just, you know, the same dominant Tampa that we know and they're peaking at the perfect time? Or is did Boston peak too early and maybe they're not, as not nearly as good as Tampa and they're, you know, they've won four in a row. They've been good this entire time, but I think that kind of speaks, they've been good this entire time. Like will it eventually run out? Uh, I thought it was going to, I was quite surprised when you just told me what their last or the record since Christmas was. Are they better than Tampa? I don't think anyone's better than Tampa right now, but far more consistent, obviously. So, I don't know. So you, now I'm trying to think that Tampa's up and down, whereas Boston might be able to – I didn't think they were going to be able to last the whole season injury-free, but they've been, for the most part, fine. See, I, when I think of – and we're not going to talk about them in the West, so I, I'm fine to bring it up, but when I think of Edmonton, I think of up and down – I feel like Tampa was down in 18, 13, and 4 isn't bad. I mean, sixth in the division is bad. But, you know, you're still above NHL 500. Then they just went up. They just kept going up. There's really – there hasn't been a down, even anything that would resemble a slump since December 25th. 22-2-1 is crazy. That's why I just look at it as like down, a little bit of down, average, and then just fucking incredible, which is what they were last year. Man, they, be- I, they better not blow it this year. I feel like people are writing them off because they blew it last year. Yeah, fucking I am. They still got John Cooper. <laughs> I won't. You know I, who am I? I know I'm I'm a nobody, but until I'm shown that John Cooper can take this uber talented team past a little bit of coaching adversity, adversity, I won't believe he can. But that's a topic for the playoffs, which both those teams will make undoubtedly. Uh, Pittsburgh and Washington also in really good spots. Metro teams fighting for the lead. Currently, Pittsburgh holds a one point lead with the game in hand over Washington. They've won three in a row. Washington's lost two in a row, and they're four and six over their last ten. 
I'll I'll say right now, and a lot of it has to do with goaltending, but Washington for sure peaked too early. Yeah, and Pittsburgh did it. We said we said we didn't think anyone was going to catch Boston and Washington. And here they are. Like you said, game in hand. They're the only team with 24 games left. Everyone else has less games left than that. And leading the division. Capitals have been underwhelming. And yeah, I, I would I would tend to agree with you on this one. I think they peaked too early. Their goaltending is yikes. Their goaltending is really bad. Inconsistent. The blue line's not great either. It's not all in the goaltenders. But, you know, I've had this discussion with Caps fans. And some are receptive and some aren't. But this just isn't Braden Holpe of 2018. This is not the guy that won you the cup. And I don't see a way that he gets back to anything close to that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I. Oh, man. It's, t- it's tough to think that. I said that they need to credit Ovechkin with two goals so they can just get back to playing hockey instead of worrying about this. Mark. Pittsburgh could go 10 and 14 and still be a 100 point team. And there, I'm looking at Philly. Yeah, I mean, Philly in third place in that division has to play at like a. What is that pace? I'm not great at math, but they had to play well above 500 the rest of the way to, to even get to 100 points. I'm not saying they won't make the playoffs. I mean, I am, but that's how good Pittsburgh's been since Christmas. Six, 16, 4, and 2, which tells you how good Tampa's been because Pittsburgh's been unbelievable. And so if it finished right now, who Washington would play Florida? Philly. Philly. Yeah, they play within their own division, and Tampa would play Florida. That's what they want. They want they want that two seed. That's what Washington's doing. They want the two seed. They want to play Philly because it would smoke. Philly's the only team I would not be like if this Washington team's playing like they're playing the rest of the season and they're shaky. I'm still not worried about them getting through Philly. I'd be worried about them getting through like New York, Carolina. Absolutely, I think New York and Carolina would body them. This this if it ended right now, or if they continue to play this way. There is no way they get out of the first round against anybody but Philly. And I'm Philly's not that bad. I just think the play styles line up that way. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Washington has owned Philly the last few years outside of like their most recent game. Yeah, who has? But, I mean, Philly. <laughs> Philly's been, you know, good over the last 10. I just look at these last 10 numbers and I see that 10 and 0 next to uh, Tampa. That's just stupid. The other crazy thing about Washington when we talk about seeding is they are 16, 9, and 4 at home, which is pedestrian. They're 21, 8, and 1 on the road. Washington? Yeah. Wow. Maybe they're fighting for that three seed. (laughs) Give up the advantage. Exactly. Not just if it ended right now, but. From this point out, can Washington get it back together? And or will, not? Can they? I know they can, but will they get a, get it together and overtake Pittsburgh for that one? Or is Pittsburgh just they're on the rise and they're not stopping? Yeah, I think it's Pittsburgh's division at this point. I don't. I'm a little. I'm worried about Washington. If I'm being honest with you, I think uh, if their goaltending doesn't shape up, I think they're in a world of trouble. I like I said, Philly. I think they got outlast the series against Philly, but anyone else? In the East right now, I, I just, I'm not, 
I mean, maybe Florida, but I don't. I don't know. Washington is just. Ovechkin needs to get. I just think he needs to get seven hundred, and they'll be fine. Yeah, I do think that is the weirdest thing that he he still hasn't scored those two goals. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I'd be surprised if they didn't make a move for a defenseman at the deadline. I don't think they can do a goalie trade right now. I just. I don't think there's a market for it. I know they don't want to get rid of Samsonov, and the the price is probably so low. The price is so low for Holby that it could be price. That's a that's a, <laughs> it's a joke for you Canadians. Um, I just don't know what they're going to do. I think for sure, like I said, they peaked too early in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's not just going to win this division. I think they're about to run away with it. And Malkin's back in the so. lineup tonight. It, Malkin. You know, for the for the Penguins, not the not the Leafs, but yeah, he uh, he's back. They're they're gonna run away with it. I wouldn't be surprised if they stomp the Leafs tonight. Four uh, one. Yeah. Hey, can we save the predictions for the end of the show when we're doing when we're talking about the games? Jeez, the, amateur, I thought amateur hour was Saturdays. I'm kidding, kidding to everyone. Um, both my co-hosts from that episode could hear me, so that was great. Let's move on to the West. And because you, uh, this is not a shot, but you have definitely aligned yourself with the Western Conference this year. I'm loving the Western Conference. I, I can tell. You're, you've you been all in on Edmonton. You're loving the Avs. Bennington guy with St. Louis. I like it. I'm, you know, Blackhawks in the West. I know you don't like them, but I love the support. And I was giving you shit all of last season, uh, especially on the show about the Canucks being pretenders. And now they're up there, and now I'm loving on the Canucks. There's just there's nothing. I, these eight teams that are in the playoffs right now, I wouldn't be mad if a single one of them won a series. Yeah. I mean, you know I can't say yes to that too, but I do think these eight teams right now are going to make a hell of a Western Conference playoff. The four teams that we're going to be talking about are your St. Louis Blues, my Vancouver Canucks, the Dallas Stars, and the Arizona Coyotes. This first team, their December 25th record was 21-14-4. That's got it. Wait, who are the four teams? St. Louis, Dallas, Arizona, and uh, Vancouver. That would be St. Louis. That was the Arizona Coyotes. Wow, what was that record? 21-14-4. Really? If you'd like to know, they've been 9-9-4 since then. Yikes. This team was 20-14-4 on December 25th. Oh, wait, I forgot the teams. <laughs> St. Louis, Dallas, Coyotes, and Vancouver. Thank God it's called Puck go Puck Pass. What did you say? Vancouver. That is incorrect. God damn it. Should I give you the answer or make you keep going? No, yeah, you can make me keep going. Okay. That was the first one you got wrong, so congrats. We're pretty deep into this game. This team was 19-15-4 on December 25th. 
Dallas. That is incorrect. God. This team was 24, 8, and 6 on December. That's St. Louis. That's St. Louis. Well, as soon as I tell you, I guess it doesn't matter. 2014 and 4 was Dallas. And 19, 15, and 4 was Vancouver. I Vancouver hasn't been perfect either. They're I mean, they're 13, 7, and 2, which is still pretty darn good. But the, the Arizona drop-off is what worries me. And when you talk about these eight teams that are in the playoffs right now and having it be a fun playoff, I was sold probably a month ago that this was a playoff team. Not so sure about that now in Arizona. Yeah, and they'd be playing Dallas right now. They would be playing Edmonton. Oh, I thought they were the last one in. They're the last one in, but it's it still uses the top seed from each comp or division because this stupid format has the second so the second and third team from each division. So Dallas will play Colorado. And Edmonton will play Arizona. Or no, St. Louis would play Arizona. Fuck, I don't know. Who's leading the central? Yeah, Dallas and St. Louis both have seventy six. That's why I said. Oh, 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 oh. Are you picking Dallas to win the division? They might at this point. That's, all right. What's their, what's their, what did they say? What was their record at Christmas? 2014 and four. So they're 15, five and two. Yeah, they're on tear. They've been really good. They've been, they've been getting it from all three phases too, which is, which is really the biggest part of it. And they don't have like incredible home and away splits. Like they're, a little bit better at home, but everything just kind of kicked into gear for them. I'm not going to – some of it was the coaching change, but, I mean, there's a lot of good players in Dallas. Yeah, I mean, it's not 22-2-1, but 15-5-2. I mean, you're still going two wins for every loss. That wins you a series. Yeah. I like them. I like Dallas. It, the, the funny thing about the Central is they're kind of getting a pass for – like, they're all good teams, but being – a I don't want to say a lot, but being considerably better than the Pacific apparently is enough for everyone to to ignore the fact that there's really not an Eastern Conference playoff team that couldn't beat a central team in seven. Right. They've been, I don't want to say average, but they've been they've been good. St. Louis hasn't been nine, nine, and four since December. That's not awesome. St. Louis has also been nine nine four, just like Arizona. Oh yeah, no. Uh, Arizona was nine eleven and four. Oh, nine nine four. Yeah, that's not great for St. Louis. They've been going strong all season too. I mean, now did like, they peak strong, too early? Maybe. I don't know. My, my boy Bennington, I trust. I trust him. Yeah, I mean, I hate to be that guy. Because I, I don't think this is true to, especially people as weird as goalies, but this is more hockey than he's used to playing. And he wasn't a great AHL goalie. Like, this truly came out of nowhere. I think he's still a good goaltender, but is he worn out? Is it, you know, is their blue line not great? I I think it's a pretty good blue line. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the Blues. I really couldn't tell you. And I couldn't tell you what they need to do with the trade deadline either to ensure they win this division. 
Yeah, I don't think that. It doesn't seem like a team that's going to. I don't know. I Could they beat Dallas or Colorado in a series right now? They could not beat Colorado. They might be able to beat Dallas. Wow. Yo, that co- I don't even think Vegas. Do you think Dallas could beat Colorado in a series right now? No. Really? I'm not saying you're yeah. wrong. I, I love that take, and I kind of hope you're right because I know how you're feeling about the final right now. Do you want to break that news that you no. broke to me? No, not yet. I know you're pretty high on Colorado right now. But oh, I like it. I don't know if I agree. I need time, more time to think on that, but I do like that take. What about Edmonton? Are they are they worried about finishing second and third in that division, or do you think they can handle just about anybody? I think Edmonton could. I don't know. They're weird. They're weird. They could. They could get swept. You know, like yeah. Well, he, like we're just talking about Oilers Knights. I think the Knights have a better shot playoff wise. Uh, yeah. The crazy thing to me is as as good as Vancouver's been lately, and I mean they've only been they're only four, four, and two in their last ten, but they've been much better since Christmas, much better than Arizona since Christmas, especially. But both those teams could theoretically still miss the playoffs. I mean, they're they're only two points up on Arizona. Granted, holy shit, they have three games in hand. But if they do drop into a wild card spot, they're only three points ahead of Winnipeg, and they only have one game in hand against them. And you know, Winnipeg's six three and one in the last ten. We could be. I mean, if you had to pick right now, Vancouver or Arizona, who makes playoffs? Vancouver, I think, over Arizona. I Nashville's Nashville's three points behind the Coyotes with four oh, my, games in hand. Yeah, my my page stopped. Uh, <laughs> below Winnipeg, but yeah, yeah. Arizona's in, they might not make the playoffs. They're they're in trouble, but the goaltending is there. Like that late in the season, you need you know your goaltenders steal a game. I think of all these teams, Arizona's probably the most well equipped to do that. Okay, so you're on the Coyotes train. No, I still think Vancouver. I'm just setting myself up for or preparing myself for the heartbreak because I just know how that Vancouver's team, that Vancouver team is young enough at their core to slip up that close to the postseason. guys like Taylor Hall and Phil Kessel, like a little bit, like they might be able to steer the ship a little bit more and just keep the, keep the area in front of the net you know, clean for these goaltenders that continues to, to succeed. I think they could do that better than Vancouver, but I don't know. Pacific's the Pacific is truly the wild, wild West. Yeah, it is. I think that's, I think that's it for the game, but we want, we do want to talk about the games tonight because we've got pretty loaded lineup, Pittsburgh, Toronto, you talked about earlier. Philly Columbus has some playoff implica- implications. Arizona St. Louis, we were just talking about both of those teams in Tampa Bay and Vegas. Winnipeg's playing Ottawa. San Jose's playing New Jersey and Montreal's playing Washington. Not too many huge games. I mean, obviously if Washington loses that, that's a huge issue, but I don't think they will. 
Let's start with Pittsburgh-Toronto. It's the earliest game starting literally right now as I speak on ESPN+. <laughs> like it matters. You're going to listen to this after the broadcast anyway. Uh, you already think that Pittsburgh's going to come out and uh, beat up on the old Maple Leafs tonight? Yeah, I'm getting the vibe that Pittsburgh's just going to – they're going to put their foot down. I don't know if – I don't know, though. But the Leafs really need this one, so they might come out fire. I just – I'm going to stick to a 4-1 Pittsburgh. I I'm going to agree with you. I don't I don't want that for the Leafs, but I'm going to stick to my guns and stay confident in Pittsburgh and they're going to they're going to run them out of the building, their own building. How much trouble how much trouble is Toronto in while we're talking about this game? Uh not a whole lot, but I a little bit. I mean, it's we're down to you got 21 games left. You got to start they're on a three. They're on a two-game losing streak already. There would be blood in the water if the Rangers don't play tonight, but they play Carolina tomorrow, and Toronto is idle. If Toronto loses tonight, they're only two points ahead of the Rangers, wow. and that's not even for a playoff spot. I mean, that just that just keeps Toronto further from a wild card spot and closer to some of the teams that. Shouldn't even have a shot. Uh, Philly-Columbus. Not really a game I thought we would have to care about in the middle of February, mid to late February. These teams are separated by one point. And Columbus isn't even a wild card spot. All right. That's crazy. We were talking about the Wild West. Here's the Wild East. Uh, It could have implications. It could not. I mean, they're only separated by one point with 20-some games left. Uh, it, it's kind of more of probably a measuring stick to see how they match up against each other. Yeah, I would think so because Philly just dummy Columbus the other day. And I want to say that game was in Philly. I mean, but they just, they manhandled them. Columbus has come back to earth a little bit. They're only three, four, three, three, and four, yikes, in their last 10. They need this win. It's at home. You've been, I don't want to say struggling, but against your own, you know, your own division, you you need a big win like this. Like I yeah, said, Elvis. mid mid to late February, didn't think Philly or Columbus would be needing a win. I thought they'd be long gone, but here we are. I'm gonna say Columbus three to one. Okay, I could get behind that. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it goes to OT though. I'm gonna say Columbus takes it in OT. Ooh, I don't know. I just don't. I wish I there was some sort of guarantee that Columbus would win in overtime, but it goes to overtime. I get too nervous that Philly's going to disappoint me again. Uh, Arizona, St. Louis. Uh, one team is in first place and needs a win. One team is in the final wild card spot and needs a win. Who comes away with the win tonight? Uh, if I'm a betting man, I'm taking St. Louis. They're at home. Arizona's been what atrocious since. Not atrocious, but for a playoff team, not good since Christmas. I don't. There's been, here's the thing about Arizona is there's been, I've watched them since I've got Taylor Hall, and because they used to be boring hockey, and they're still boring hockey. They're not like they're not uh, putting up highlight reels every game. So yeah, Taylor Hall has not been great. Yeah, and you mentioned how how great their goaltending's been, and I agree. I just think they need some offense at some point. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the same thing we said about the the Islanders, and they, you know, still really haven't found their offense. They're just they're in the same, literally the same spot as Arizona, second wild card. Except they're four points better. I I have to go St. Louis winning this game just on a talent level, and like you said, they're at home. They are much better at home than they are on the road, even in their in the midst of all their struggles. I will say if this goes beyond three periods, Arizona's going to win it. Okay. So I, have a, I have a good feeling. Five and four in the shootout. That's insane, Arizona. Why I think Bennington gets a shutout. It's going to be three nothing. Bennington with a shutout. Wow. You don't even have the jersey yet to jinx it. <laughs> uh, the final game that we are very interested in, and on ESPN+. Plus. Nice. Love to see that. Tampa visits Vegas. Tampa's won two games against Pittsburgh in the last couple weeks. Everything tells me that Tampa's going to come in and just destroy Vegas. I'm still going to say Vegas wins this game 4-3. to three. Yeah, this is the one game tonight where I'm not fairly confident who's going to come out the winner. As I say that, I'll probably get every game wrong. But, I, I, yeah, something about the vibe tells me Vegas might come out and win this game. And, and you talked about how great Tampa's been since Christmas. They're due for an L. And I think you're in Vegas. Maybe stayed out a little bit too late last night. We'll give Vegas the benefit of the doubt win this one. I love it. I hope that's I hope that's the case. Uh, I still think Tampa's going to catch Boston. I don't think losing one game out of conference is going to hurt them too bad. Did we miss anything? I don't think I'm looking. No, I don't think we missed anything. Did you the Bruins have more overtime losses than they have regular season or regular regulation losses? Yeah, it's kind of scary to think about how bad they could be if those are regulation losses or you didn't get a point for overtime losses or just how good they could be if they were even 500 in the shootout. They'd be almost 10. They'd be like 10 points up on Tampa if they could win shootout games. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, that's kind of – you could also spin it like they're either winning or they're forcing overtime. Yeah, do you want that? Eh, I mean, as you get older, probably not, but – You know, overtime in the playoffs, it is – it's tough to come back from an overtime loss in the playoffs. Especially if you're going through a bunch of them. I mean, not just losses, but wins and losses. I mean, that just racks up. Yeah, it's a lot of – it's a LeBron excuse. It's a lot of a lot of time on the ice or the court. Whatever. That is clearly the end for us. What are you watching the rest of the week? Um other than all well, the games tonight, obviously. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm just gonna sit down on the couch and watch these games. Um there's actually a pretty big slate the next couple of days, so I'll probably be watching a lot of is everyone done with their breaks? Or they do it days? Yeah, everyone No, no, that was all included. Okay. You're not you're not getting uh, too excited for Detroit versus uh, New York Islanders tomorrow night. No man, that's probably we're probably serving up another shutout on a platter. Um, I'll probably watch some XFL. Are you liking the XFL? I don't mind it, man. I, I am liking it too. Big DC Defenders guy. Oh really? Okay, I'm going yeah. to St. Louis Box. Of course you are. Who's number fifty two? You're a big fifty. Is that Pennington's number? I should know this. I just bought his jersey. I think it is. Like zero, though. 
Maybe it's 50. Yeah, I think it is 50. Oh, whatever. For Maria, for at belly. Oh, no, no, no. It is not for at belly of Zach Mac. I almost forgot. At it's Zach Mac. ITS Zach Mac. New handle. Love it. Still says belly of Zach Mac in your profile name. So you can definitely find him if you type in belly of Zach Mac. It's not the end of the world. But for at it's Zach Mac, I'm at belly of KJ. This was at puck puck pass pod. Make sure you head over to Podchaser. Leave us a five-star review. Tell us how much you love us. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you later this week. Go, Avs, go. We saw no light. We saw no signal. Be sure to follow your hosts on Twitter at Gearholtz underscore K, at BellyUpZachMac, and at PuckPuckPassPod. Yeah.